0: Hey team, welcome to the Addiction Coach podcast where we talk about dealing with addiction, reorganizing life, and creating new opportunities for success in life, love, work, and happiness. I'm Conrad Tracy, the Private Addiction Coach from Melbourne, Australia. I designed this podcast to create a space for me to speak freely about my personal experience with addiction and share my ideas about turning your life around and moving from liability to leadership. Hey team it's conrad uh welcome to my tuesday morning eight thirty a.m live so today we are going to talk about one of the most important um, i guess topics when it comes to breaking the cycle of addiction and that is how to beat cravings and urges okay and i want you to think about this as 15 minutes right to a better life and more self-confidence Okay, so if we can beat cravings and urges and the process that I talk about is about 15 minutes and we can do it really, really regularly, then we are going to head into a life that is better and we're going to have much more self-confidence. I like to think about, um, you know, breaking cravings and urges is like it's like taming a wild horse. Okay, so you get on it and it's buck wild and it kicks you off and you fall down. And the most important thing to remember is that we have to get back up. And I think that's where that saying comes um, from, you know, get back on the horse or whatever it is. So I really, really like that. And you know, when you get further down the track, you can build a relationship with it, okay? It kicks you off, you get on and you know, you make friends and it's always gonna be there. Right, Even myself, like I'm so many years, like clean and sober. Um, but I still have this dialogue. I still have this conversation with um, you know, with my addiction or my cravings and urges, right? which is a different terminology. So let's get stuck into this. Right. And and for anybody that's watching this, I've got a really good guide on all of this stuff. So everything that I'm gonna talk about today, I've put in a really easy to read PDF. And if you want it, just send me a DM, right? Um, send me the word, I don't know, uh, <laughs> cravings, right? And I'll send you this free PDF and you can read it. Some of you might've already seen it, um, which is great. So again, thank you so much for being here. I'm excited. I feel good this morning. I feel really good. And um, it's a little bit dreary in Melbourne, but, you know what they say, there's no such thing as inappropriate weather, just inappropriate clothing. Right. So hopefully we can get out there and, and have a nice day. So look, let's start with some of the frustrations that I hear all of the time. So these are the really, really common ones. I can't stop myself. Okay. And um, I want to say no, but I give in every time. I'm surrounded by people that use. I know it's wrong, but I do it anyway, okay? Uh, It's like an itch that I have to scratch. It won't leave me alone, okay? And I don't know how to do anything else, right? And that one is a big one. I don't know what's been going on in the last few months, but it's like a lot of the people that I've been working with have been talking to me about this, you know, patterning this generational stuff, right? Like parental stuff, family stuff, cultural stuff that is just so ingrained. Um, And it's incredible to watch people break that cycle. Okay. So not only are they breaking the cycle of addiction, but they're breaking that cycle of generational, um, you know, trauma and also generational coping coping mechanisms or you know, I like to call them non-coping <laughs> mechanisms because they don't really work. So let's talk about the goal, right? What we want to be able to do, okay, in, in, a, in, a, you know, in the dream is to make better choices every time, okay? Master our environment and our triggers. Have better willpower, okay? And live by our values and beliefs, which I think is super, super important. Develop a certain amount of self-control. Uh, scratch the itch in a healthier way, which I really, really like. You know, this is very, very important. You must be able to scratch the itch, have fun, live, you know, enjoy yourself. Um, and, you know, end our relationship with addiction. And it is a relationship, okay? Whether it's an internal dialogue or, a, you know, it's definitely a relationship. And, and then develop a new life that is worth living for our families and us. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, you've got to be perfect. And I make poor choices. I make bad decisions. We are all human. We just have to figure out what we're not prepared to make, you know, like we have to have a very, very hard boundary around particular things that we're not prepared to make bad choices around. Okay. So like, you know, this is a classic example and, um, you know, um, marriage. Right? And this, I don't, this is not my thinking, but like everybody knows about this. You get married and you make a, you know, a vow to, to you know, be with that one person. Um, And, you know, you might say, I'm never going to be a cheater, right? Or I'm never going to do this. Um, And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have like flirtations, and it doesn't mean that you're not going to, you know, kind of walk around it, but you can't do it. Okay, and I think addiction is very, very much the same. Um, so I have really, really worked hard to be able to let my hair down, what's left of it, <laughs> and it's not much in other healthy ways. Okay, uh, what well, this week I went and saw Wu Tang and Nas. I don't know if we've got any hip hop fans here, but like that was incredible. A little bit triggering, I must admit. and Bumped into you know a few old mates, but like it was good. Really, really good to have some fun. Anyway, I digress, let's get into it. So these are the biggest mistakes that people make. We've talked about like, um, you know, justifications, like people who ignore the signs, right? And like, I'm stressed, I'm angry, I'm tired, I'm feeling agitated. Uh, the next one is getting the fuckets. Okay, so like just throwing your hands up and going, you yeah, know, fuck it. It's a terrible excuse, okay? I know it's a really easy one, um, and I know that life is hard sometimes, but getting the fuckets is just like, it is an absolute cop out, okay? And this one is even worse, blaming others for your actions. They did this to me, so I'm gonna drink, okay? Or I can't believe the, the way they interacted with me, so I'm gonna go and take a drug, right? It's like, you blame other people for your behavior, and then your behavior harms you, not them. Okay, so it's like you've got this resentment or agitation or you know anger against somebody else, and then you go out and harm yourself. It just doesn't make sense. Um making excuses and justific- justifications, which are all of these things, visiting old haunts, okay? Like I just said, I, I went and saw Wu-Tang the other night, and like um This is kind of visiting old haunts and staying connected to people that don't serve you. Uh, I went like with a safe friend, but like I definitely bumped into people that I knew from back in the day and the whole energy. Like it was a good vibe, but it was pretty like there was bits of it that were pretty grimy. Okay, so this is. Very, very important, right? Uh, Conrad, what about trauma and addiction? So today we're gonna talk about beating cravings and urges, and and I will definitely do something on trauma. And really quickly, don't go finding trauma that doesn't exist, okay? A lot of people are like, they they spend time on Instagram and they see all of these things like, addiction is trauma and you must have trauma. Like if you don't have trauma, don't go searching for it. And if you do, the question you have to ask yourself is what am I going to work on first? Okay. Do I work on the trauma first? Or do I work on the addiction first? And if you want my feedback on that, from personal experience, because I've been through some very, very heavy, you know, childhood sexual trauma, I think the addiction is a coping mechanism. And I think you need to get clear of that before you go and look under the hood, if that makes sense. Okay, it is so important to be centered, to be well, to be safe uh, before you go down that rabbit hole because it is a rabbit hole, okay? You don't wanna be dealing with addiction and dealing with, with, with trauma, so I hope that helps. And um, isolating, another huge mistake, and not having a routine or accountability to set you up for success, okay? So every day, um, I think we've got like, there's over 25 participants at the moment, um, and we get, you know, 25 text messages every morning from all of our participants around Australia and also overseas, and they do this thing called the play, which tells us what they're gonna do, what they're learning, what their gratitudes are, and how they're feeling, okay? So you've got to have a plan. Now, let's get into an actual strategy, okay? so. The good news is that you can actually beat cravings and urges, and this is kind of how you do it. So I've got a strategy called the 5R strategy, which I borrowed and adapted from a guy called John Dupuy, he wrote an amazing book called Integral Recovery, right? I really like this book. And it's like a holistic approach to addiction recovery. Uh, and I've taken a lot of ideas and you know adapted them and improved them. So the first thing that we wanna do, the first R, okay, is to relabel, right? Label the addictive thought or urge as precisely what it is, okay? Say to yourself, this is just an urge, I don't need to action this and I have a choice whether I do or I don't. And the classic example is like, if you're in the desert and there's a uh, a crack pipe or um, you know a, a glass of whiskey or a pokey machine and there's a glass of water there, which one do you need and which one do you want? Okay, you need the water to survive. You don't need drugs and alcohol and gambling to, to survive. The second one is to reattribute. So, are you stressed, tired, hungry, lonely, or upset? And can you deal with this in another way? Okay, can you take a human centered approach to the way that you're feeling internally? Can you do some burpees? Can you go for a run? Can you scream into a pillow? Can you, you know, like uh, put your head under some cold water? It's an amazing one. Can you meditate? Can you talk to someone, okay? Really, really important to not think that drugs and alcohol are the way to cope, okay? Remember, they didn't always exist and people coped pretty well before they did. Um, so refocus, have a small list of things that you can focus on for 10 or 15 minutes to help d- distract your mind from its previous like path. And offer some dopamine, okay? Uh, You hear lots of things about dopamine hacking and all of this stuff on the internet. And look, I think optimization is great, but I think that we're dealing with basics here, okay? So before you go, um, you know, doing 12 ice bars a day and uh, dopamine hack and all of this stuff, like I'm into some of this stuff, but what we're talking about here is really, really basic stuff, okay? So we don't have to go down that rabbit hole. We just have to be able to refocus. Okay. And I had a little list in my wallet that I used to carry around. And I think it was music, uh, comedy, connection, exercise. Um, Yeah, I think it was four. There may be one more on there, right? Oh, and also like, it had something to do with my family on there, right? So just like making sure that I was thinking about why I was doing this uh, apart from myself. So the music thing is great. Music is a beautiful way to like, Um, make you feel good straight away, right? And if, I like killing two birds with one stone. So if you like are a dancer uh, and you're listening to some music and you want to move your body around a bit and anything that like, I found this because I have gone down this kind of biohacking thing, anything that moves your body in a non-vertical way is amazing for releasing internal stuff, okay? So like if you did a stretch like that and opened up through here, straight away you can feel it it's like ooh, right instead of going up and down up and down which we do at the gym all day okay twists are a really good one like that oh right straight away it feels good um, and for the people listening i know you can't see that but and um, i was just twisting so music comedy i loved to distract myself um and look some of the comedy i like you probably can't even like listen to it these days but whatever um Jumping on YouTube, watching something and having a laugh, okay? And if you can have a laugh with somebody else, that's even better. So 10 or 15 minutes is all you need to remember to kind of like head to a better life and more self-confidence. Now, the next thing I want you to do is revalue. So we're on to the fourth R and remind yourself of the consequences, right? And cost and focus of what you want to achieve in life um, and how giving into this urge could throw those goals off right? Now I know in early recovery, this is hard because you're like, I don't have any goals. I don't have anything to, um, you know, to, sorry, that was just my mum texting me, um, to head to like, life's a bit of a mess. And, you know, it's really easy just to kind of go back and, um, go back to what you're used to. Okay. There has to be something in the, in the, in the future for you to focus on. So, remembering what you're headed towards and this is why being in a community of people who are on the same path is very very useful and is good to you know make sure that you know why you're doing this and I think having an internal focus and external focus is very very valuable so you want to know why you're doing it I wanna be happy, I wanna be healthy, I wanna be reliable, I wanna reach my potential, whatever it is for you, but it's also very, very important understanding that in addiction, we don't care about ourselves, okay? Well, actually, we're very selfish, but we don't care, like we don't love and care, right? We harm ourselves, we fill our bodies full of poison, we hang around with terrible people, we put ourselves in dangerous situations. So we're not great at putting ourselves in a a pedestal of care, if that makes sense. So to say, I'm going to do this for my mum or family is actually better for us sometimes, okay? Because we have to be accountable to them and because we're not so good at being accountable to ourselves, if that makes sense. So probably another topic, but like I'm thinking a lot about this stuff. Now, recreation is the last one, okay? So what would your life be if, um, what would your life look like if you could put a full stop to your addictive behaviors and urges and cravings today. So this is a little bit more than goals. This is like aspirational stuff. And for me, like I wanted to be happy and healthy, right? I wanted a good relationship with my family. I wanted, um, you know, a beautiful home, uh, which I'm like, well, I'll just, I'll, I'm gonna show you, okay? So. I'm really big into manifestation and not in like a woo-woo way, right? But I like to talk to my participants about exploration. Okay, and this is the stuff that you do when you can't do the thing. It's like thinking about the thing and getting into it, right? And like, you can see here, I've got this up on my wall. Um, And that is like, that is the sketch of my dream home. Okay, it's just like pen and piece of paper, it's not an architectural plan. It's not a blueprint. This is something that I've sketched. And one day soon, I'm going to hand that to an architect and go, hey, this is the vibe, right? And every day I look at that and I'm like, that's the aspiration. I see it every single day. Okay. So really, really important to get into that kind of headspace, particularly if you're feeling a bit stuck. There's not much going on. And, um, you know, I love Pinterest. I love Post it notes and all of that kind of stuff because I love thinking about what is next. So, what I want to talk to you like, I, let's go back to this really, really important thing. And I call this a relapse soup, right? So, if you're implementing these five strategies that I talked about, and let's just cover them again quickly, right? Relabel, reattribute, refocus, revalue, and recreate. And you're going pretty well and you're like, oh, I've got this thing, I'm like, you know, I'm picking up the phone and I'm reaching out to people and I'm working on my isolation. You've got to watch out for these things, okay? So I call this relapse soup, it's a splash of boredom. These are the the ingredients, and a pinch of low accountability, a handful of stress, uh, a smidge of free time and a bunch of isolation, okay? Those things combined, if you put them in a pot or if you put them into your heart, into your life, you're in trouble. Okay. So it's very, very important to not get bored, to fill your time, to have high accountability, to manage your state and stress. And this is what I talk about a lot with my, um, I guess my participants who have been in our programs a long time is managing state. It's the most important thing, not having too much free time and making sure that you're connected. Okay. So things to do to take a humid, human, a humid, I wish it was humid, it's freezing, and to take a human centered approach to this thing. Okay, so reconnecting with your hobbies, creating accountability with trusted friends, learning to deal with stress, creating healthy routines and boundaries, and connecting with people new learning in life, okay? Now, that seems like a lot, but that's available, and again, When you're in a community, whether it be a physical community or an online community like the one that we have, all of those things are available there. And hobbies is a fun one, okay? And I think I'm going to put a little note on this and say that when you're reconnecting with hobbies in recovery, you've got to make sure that you don't do it like you did it in active addiction. Okay. So if anyone's listening and you know, you decided to do something and then you were a bit high or a bit drunk and you went out and and spent $5,000 on all of the gear and all of the stuff. And then, you know, you used it once and then threw it in the garage. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about reconnecting to things that you love, loved as a child. Okay. So like you can see behind me, there's some Lego, right. Um, and I've got like, heaps more over there and that's just something that I used to do when I was young that I loved okay and I've I read books that I read as a child and I played sport I played music so getting back into the things that you that your brain knows that it enjoys okay is a real hack because you don't have to talk it into liking it it already likes it you just got to remind it and go hey remember this and then you can go out into exploration, getting outside of your comfort zone and trying new things. Um, and I, I like to encourage our participants just to dip their toes in things, right? So rather than like buying a kayak and going white water rafting, like maybe going and hiring one for the day and seeing if you like it, okay? So, look, again, I don't want to digress, and, and we are heading into the 20 minute mark. So, again, We have talked about beating cravings and urges today, right? And I want you to remember to take a human-centered approach. Try and do things that you enjoy. Remember why you are trying to beat cravings and urges. And one thing that is super, super important that I didn't talk about is picking up a phone, okay? and Every single one of our participants has 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week crisis calls, okay? And the people that use them do really well. So picking up a phone and going, hey, I, I feel like using, and verbalizing that. I don't know if anyone's practiced this, but like, if you've got someone that you love, someone in your family, someone that you're close to, if you actually say to them, hey, like, I feel like using, it's like a great weight is, is lifted, okay? It's really important to verbalize. And typically, people will be empathetic of that, okay? I say it sometimes, you know? and what happens is you usually get a, oh, what's going on for you? What can we do? How can we change our state? Can we do something fun? It's like, um, you know, like my, you know, my girlfriend is like a, um, a very, very well-versed in dating a, a, an addict, right? And she's been doing it for many, many years. So she's very good at helping me to recenter, recalibrate um, and, you know, we're gonna do some work on that for for partners and, and family. So keep an eye out for that. Um, one last thing this is really this is a really good tip and trick and it's not in the guide it's having a reminder of why remember before we talked about i'm doing this for my kids or my family or my my parents or my wife or myself one of the most successful tools i use with people that drink and drive to bottle shops is a family photo, okay? So like getting that little picture of your toddler or of your kid or your your wife or your family and putting it on like, it needs to be on the right-hand side, like on your dash, you know? So whatever gauge that covers, I don't know, hopefully it's not something important. So when you go to park and when you go to exit your car and you open that door to go out to the bottle shop, you see that thing. Okay? And then if you decide to do the thing, then you know you saw it, right? And it gets people. I've had so many of my participants go, mate, I was there and then I saw the photo and I shut the door and I drove home. Okay? So environmental stuff is very, very important. And next week we're gonna talk about developing habits that stick. Okay? So if you can break this cycle, then you have to be able to go out and do stuff, okay? You've got all of this spare time, I'm not drunk, I'm not high, I might get back to gym, I might get back to, you know, um, rikami or whatever it is, like I've got so many participants that do crazy weird things. And you have to be able to do that in a way that is structured and regular because our brains through active addiction are very geared towards quick, fast dopamine. Okay? So we don't really wanna go back and do slow things that are boring and take time, right? And we really need to though, okay? So that's something that we'll focus on when I come back next week at 8.30 on a Tuesday morning. And remember everything that I've talked about today. So, you know, beating cravings and urges, 15 minutes to a better life and more self-confidence, and the five R strategy, the mistakes people make, All of this is in a guide and it is called beating Cravings and Urges. And if anybody is watching, anybody wants a copy, just message me and say cravings or PDF or whatever, I'll I'll figure it out and I'll send it to you. Okay, it's 100% free. It's really good. I'm really proud of it. It's easy to read and it's easy to action. And that's the word that is very, very important, action. Okay, if you have a shelf full of books that you haven't read, Right? That's what I like to call shelf help instead of self-help. self, self help. And if you've got 100 PDFs that you downloaded and you, you joined 50,000 courses that you never started, right, none of that is gonna work. All of this stuff is available, I'm here. So much information that I've got available online for free. Right? And you know, there's a couple of people I know I'm not going to name them, but I'm really, really proud of them <laughs> that have gone out and they've accessed all of that stuff and they've done this thing on their own. Okay. And they check in with me regularly and they're like, you know, um, you know, maybe they weren't in a position to kind of join one of our private coaching programs or do anything like that, but they've like, they're, they're hustling it. They're getting the stuff, they're doing it, they're putting it into action and they're doing really, really well. So. Remember, there's lots of stuff out there. If you've got questions, if you've got queries, if you wanna to talk to me about working with us, just get in touch. Um, and also, I'm very, very excited that we've just launched a 30-day challenge, okay? And you can join at any time. And it's under 200 bucks, right? So that's a good vibe. I'm really, really proud to be able to give that to people at a, you know an investment level that is very, very affordable. And again, that's a good start. There's heaps of free stuff. We're around. So hopefully this is valuable. I'll see you next Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. And we're going to talk about developing habits that stick. Um, Also, if you've got questions, ask me if you want to hear about a podcast topic um, just send me a message. I'm going to stop talking now because it's been 27 minutes. Have a great day. See you. Bye.